Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. What's going on? I've got a hot pick. You do? Okay. hit me the last 30 seconds. I was like, oh, yes. I know what I'm going to do. And that is... Thank you letters. Oh, I thought... I was way off. Samsonite, you were way off. Um, okay, thank you letters. Yes. I can get down with that. I can get down with that as well. John Akuli, the uh, executive director at the Phoenix Center, sent us a thank you letter. And yeah. I thought that was really nice. So I was like, oh, that's sweet. And that's a great hot pick. That's a great hot pick. I thought your hot pick was the Phoenix Center. I was oh. like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, the Phoenix Center. Sure. <laughs> no, John is very, uh, very thoughtful. Yeah, because not many people do it anymore, especially handwritten ones. You got to love handwritten mm-hmm. anything you get in the mail. Absolutely. Um, because today's so social media driven. Yeah, texts, emails. Uh, faxes, apparently, and, you know, other things like that that are, yeah, pretty impersonal. Yeah, but that was very personal, and it was very sweet, and I was like, aww. Okay, all right. Well, I dig that hot pick, and that's, you, you know, from the 32nd pick, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm doing a first on the show what? right now. I'm not doing a hot pick. You know what I'm doing? What are you doing? A cold pick. <laughs> I'm doing an anti-hot pick, folks, because I care about your taste buds and I don't want you to be assaulted like I was last night. I didn't eat lunch yesterday. I, I went all the way until dinner and I was like, hey, it's okay. I'll just have a little dinner and then maybe I'll lose some weight in the process. End up like eating 15, so many tacos. <laughs> just a very large amount of tacos. A deluge of tacos. Huge of tacos. And uh, gosh, that's a dream I had once, just raining all over me. Tacos. Raining tacos. And uh, so I go, I eat the tacos, but before I get the uh, stuff for the tacos, I'm going in high V and I'm like looking around for like different, like maybe a salsa and a chip to dip, you know, for mm-hmm. uh, opening uh, number. And I get these tortilla chips because I'm very hungry. I'm kind of getting off the rails a little bit. Like, instead of just corn chips, I got, like, this three Mexican cheese corn (laughs) chip. You know what I mean? Everything's a little upgraded because it's like I'm so hungry. And then I find this stuff. I was like, guac would be really good. So I'm in the chip aisle, and I see this guac salsa. Guacamole salsa. Ooh. Right? And so that's what I thought. And I was like, I like the marketing. I like the branding. I'm doing it. I forget the name of the brand, but if you just see guacamole salsa, I'd stay away from it because essentially it was like snot with a kick. Stop it! It was bad. Runny, green, like just sticky, just gooey, gross texture. It was like broken because some parts were like clearer than others and it was just gelat. It was so gross. Did you need to mix it together? I mixed it! Oh, I no. mixed it because I I saw the abomination that was this uh, guac salsa, oh. and uh, I tried it, and I was like, okay, it's spicy, but it kind of has the taste. But gosh, it's like it's like uncooked egg whites. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on ninety-eight seven WNNS. Dozens of unwanted 
McDonald's orders of French fries specifically and other food items were mysteriously delivered to homes in Los Angeles in recent months. Um, now, I initially would look at this and be like, yeah, finally, manna from heaven. Food I don't have to pay for that I really, really want to eat. And residents have no clue who's sending it. So it's, it's a, a little creepy. Surprise. It's a little creepy. Uh, bags of already paid for food. They've been arriving via Uber Eats. So does that make it a little less creepy that they, they're going through kind of a legitimate business? Right. So people aren't poisoning it, right? Right. I mean, you trust Uber Eats. I guess. I guess. Um, and they're leaving on the doorsteps of uh, neighbors in this Highland Park neighborhood. Since February, this has been happening. Lucky them. Since February? Since February? Say that again. February. That Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, sound, you sound drunk when you say it correctly. <laughs> right. February. February. Uh, the unhappy meals. <laughs> unhappy meals have been included. They're still happy meals. Sure. Uh, everything from sausage McGriddles to carton of, cartons of milk. Uh, with one neighbor receiving uh, more than 40 deliveries. It doesn't Lucky seem neighbor. like there's any rhyme or reason to it. Somebody's getting 40, somebody's getting something else, somebody gets McGriddle, somebody yeah. gets something else. Yeah. Well, Weird. I, I, okay, so let's, let's put this on ourselves. If this happened at your beautiful home, um, what would you do? Would you eat it? Would you allow your family to eat it? Would you inspect it? Would you call? Where, where are your thoughts on this? I would ask the Uber Eats driver, where did this come from? Do they always see the the person or do they just drop it off on like the door? I don't know. I'm not an Uber Eats person. Well, um, you, you do uh, Grubhub, right? I do DoorDash. Or DoorDash, whatever. There are so many of them. Oh my God. Uh, do DoorDash, they have to like, do you have to like give them a code or anything? Because uh-huh. Uber Eats, they give you a code. I don't think so. I think you just put the order in and then... They pick it up, right? I thought you had to give them like a four number code for like the pin. Oh, I don't think so. Okay, At so least not for DoorDash. either way, either way, we don't know if they're just being uh, dropped on the uh, the doorsteps of these homes or if people. But either way, it's already paid for. The bizarre case has uh, prompted guesses about who's behind the unsolicited free food, ranging from uh, credit card crooks to Uber Eats uh, phishing scammers and even a nearby college psychology class. Oh, that would be (laughs) interesting. Let's send them free food and see what they do. I don't think that's a big budget for a class. Yeah, no kidding. That's a lot of food. You guys really want to know some stuff. Uh, the food gets tossed in the trash so they don't eat it. Oh, man. Um, which isn't, I mean, I guess maybe some of them eat it and maybe some of them don't. But, I guess uh, I wouldn't eat it. I I, mean, it would be a little weird. It, it would, would be, be weird. weird. And, you know, like, wh- why is this happening? Is this food tampered with? That's where my f- mind would go. Right. Understandably um, so. So I maybe I wouldn't, but that's that's hard for me not to eat. McDonald's that's just given to me on like a silver platter. A fresh toasty McGriddle? Oh, I mean, come on. Don't do that to me right now. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 987WNS. Let's get uh, deep into some therapy here. Oh, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Can't wait. So, this is the title of this is Subtle Signs That You're a High Achiever. With low self worth. <laughs> Why does this ring a bell already? Where's my therapist? 
Where is she? She's in <laughs> Kenya, actually. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah, that's right. I met her a few weeks ago at the Safe Talk yeah. class. She's awesome. Safe Talk was awesome. Safe, Safe Talk, Talk was great. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, this is definitely something to be talked about. I'll bring this list in next time I go. You are a high achiever, okay? So you're achieving highly. Okay. But you don't see yourself as deserving of support. You think you should be able to handle everything on your own. Okay, that sounds familiar. That doesn't sound familiar to me. I want the support. Really? <laughs> we deserve support. Yeah. We deserve support all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I do feel personally that uh, yeah, I am deserving of support if I, if I need it. Sure. You know? um, so I, I do not sit with that one. You do not identify with that one. I don't identify with it. Yeah. Number two. You think it's reasonable for other people to make mistakes on the road to success, but not for you. You expect yourself <laughs> to be good at everything without practice or experience. That sounds like me. That sounds yes. like me, too. I want to be flawless <laughs> right out the gate, right. no matter what. And you know what is a great example of that not being the case? The Legends Classic game. Oh. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, folks. I had a dream the night before that I hit a home run. And that's not, I'm not making that up. Like, I had oh this dream gosh. was real. I hit a home run, carried me off the field. That's what I thought as essentially would be happening. I struck out twice. I fell on my face trying to catch a pop-up <laughs> ball. And uh, I was lucky they put me in the game at all, to be honest. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought I was going to come out and just kill it. Yeah. Kill it. Oh, you almost killed yourself. <laughs> I know. Number three. Number three. Let's see what we have here. You find a way to recast other people's mistakes as your mistakes. For example, if someone whose job is to help or teach you isn't doing that well, you think it's your fault for not effectively extracting that from them. Yeah. Cross that one out. Yeah, I don't feel that way. Yeah, no, I blame people who teach me all the time. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> the, reason, the reason it was me, it was my mom. No, I'm kidding. I love you, mom. It wasn't you. If you're listening. <laughs> Uh, number four, it's easier to think of what you haven't achieved than what you have. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep, yep, yep. That's me through and through. In today's era of social media, our minds effortlessly wander into countless imagined lives we could be leading. What I could be doing, what yeah. I haven't achieved right. yet. Right, yep, that's me. Yeah. That's me comparing constantly. And yeah. you can't do that. That's like numero rule numero rule numero one. <laughs> <laughs> However that goes. One you, yeah, you don't you don't compare yourselves to others. You are you and you're doing your thing. Yeah, but that's so hard. I know, it really is. Especially in this world. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Gimme, 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 I need. When you've been relegated to being your kid's snack holder. Lunchables! No matter how fabulous you look. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX. I'm very excited for today. We're going on a road trip. I'm going to visit my dad. It's a three and a half hour drive. I normally just listen to music the whole time and sit in my thoughts, reflect on my life. It's a morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Is that what you do on a road trip, Sarah? Listen to music and zone out. Reflect on your life. Reflect on my life. That's sure. Heavy. That's heavy. That I don't do heavy. that. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that would make the that would ruin the road trip. Anyways, we're talking about uh, driving during road trips. And, you know, I have one coming up where I'm not going to be able to switch with my wife. 
I'm going to have to drive the whole one. It's about eight and a half hours up to Minneapolis. Oh. I'm going to go see my uh, family, my parents up there. And yeah, I'm driving the whole way. I hate driving for long periods of time. Eight hours is a long time. Yeah, 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 it is. So I'm kind of dreading it. But uh, what do you guys do when you guys go on a road trip, which you guys seem to do, you know, a fair amount? Yeah, every who, now and then. Who drives? Is it? Is it like the shiver is the old school way where Brian does all of the driving? No, not at all. We uh, we split it up, actually. Nice. So when we were down in going to Nashville, I drove for two, three hours, and he did the rest of it. What was the rest of it? Uh, getting down into Nashville. And, but like like uh, time-wise? Oh, like a couple hours. Okay, so you split it pretty evenly. No, I can drive in any play, any city. I've driven in Chicago, like the heart of downtown Chicago before. And so Brian's that doesn't me. stress you out? Mm-mm. No. no. Me either. Me either. Me- Megan does not like driving downtown anywhere. Like if, if we were driving in Chicago, she'd hate it. Really? So I would drive in town. Uh, but yeah, I, neither of us like it. So we do try and split it Yeah, down the, down the middle. Does Brian like it or no? That's fine. I mean, we listen to podcasts or listen to music or just talk about life, liberty, <laughs> and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> right. We reflect on life. Do you guys play any games? Like, especially if Bennett's there, is it like uh, the alphabet game or any road trip games? No, he's usually playing on his uh, iPhone or listening to music himself and just kind of nice. zoning out doing his own thing. Nice. But we used to play Hey Cow. Me and my brother used to play that all the time. Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. What, 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 what's that? I don't know Hey Cow. Okay, so you see a cow in the pasture, <laughs> you roll your window down, and you yell, hey, cow! <laughs> and and you see if the cow looks at you, and if it looks at you, then you win. So this is just like kind of every cow that you see, you do this to? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. There are a lot of cows out there. There's a lot of cows out there Did that your need parents to be yelled ever- at. <laughs> Did you need to be yelled at by your parents ever for this? <laughs> they like, just kind of rolled like, their eyes like, okay. Oh, my God. Again, another <laughs> moment where I'd be like, just shut off. <laughs> it's a fun game, though. It's so cool. The game is over. <laughs> but oh, the cows, man. they look at you. <laughs> hey, cow. I guess I should have assumed I, what the game was about. You know, it's yeah. pretty self-explanatory. Hey, cow. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to to this drive coming up. Uh, you know, it's funny, though. It's funny because we'll get into little tiffs. Like, we try and keep it, especially on the longer ones, we try and keep it, like, really, really split down the middle. Because if one starts to get more drive time, then it can kind of get, like, argumentative. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WN. Things got a little intense off air between Sarah and I talking about this very subject. So we're going to see what happens here. Um, you know, I I am one to kind of uh, uh, get off of the, the tradition, the trail of tradition. I kind of, you know, go another way. And tradition, for most things, it seems important to you. Uh, I As the older I get, the more tradition seems like an important thing to me. Sure. That's interesting. Why the older you get, do you think? And it's not like I'm not asking out of a place of judgment. I just... Sure. I, yeah. I just... I guess I understand the value of doing things over and over again. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
It does, but then I feel like if you're doing that, you could be, you know, missing out maybe on like new experiences. But what if the new experiences aren't fun? What if I enjoy the traditional experiences? What if you don't know though? You don't know until you try. What if I tried it and, and it was I, bad? And it was bad. Then you got a one-off year that was a waste, but you tried, and uh, you tried. go back to tradition. Then I, I go don't back know. To that's, a, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, I, I would hope you'd set you know up something that you'd want to do. You know, not True. something that you're like, this is going to be terrible. Well, what if you found like the perfect vacation destination? It was amazing. It was everything you wanted. Five, ten, thirteen out of ten stars. Whatever. Yeah. And would you not want to do that again? Yeah, for sure. But I don't know if I'd want to do it again. Forever. And that's it. Like, I, I feel like, so I'm, I've been reading about this hyper-focused. So, like, you know, for I'm kind of one of those people, if I go to Perkins, I'm going to get the country club melt. Because <laughs> I've gotten the country club melt at Perkins my entire life. Sure. And I don't even know if they have that on the menu anymore. I haven't <laughs> been to a Perkins in like 10 years. But it's called, uh, a, it's like a hyper-fixation meal. Um, so they're like hyper fixation things that we do where it's like, um, which isn't necessarily tradition, but it's things, you know, we do continuously because we like them. And I think that's I, I tend to do that. Um, but I it makes me uh, I want to be aware of it because I don't want to fall into doing the same thing over and over again. I think it, it, it could rob you of new experiences. True, or it could help you from terrible experiences. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you're so. I guess you're more of like a risk adverse person. Would you say that? Have you ever taken a risk assessment test? I've never. No. Oh yeah. Well, we had to take one of those at American Express. It was oh, terrible. <laughs> How risky <laughs> are you? <laughs> you like? Would you rather? And the the questions are so bad. It's like, would you rather go out to a party at night or get some good sleep for work the next morning? And it's like, okay, I know what I do, but I'm gonna put let's go to bed for you. Because yeah. at the time I was wearing, I was like in my late 30 or late, uh, excuse me, 20s. So I was like still going out and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that says something about risk assessment in, in sure. your world. But not, not saying that either is right or wrong. It's just different ways of thinking about it. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. I think it's hilarious what Sean Mendes did. Oh, boy. Um, his fans dragged him, man. They dragged him uh, for using a photo of what we were talking about, Sarah, the smoke-covered uh, New York skyline, you know, where it was, uh -huh. like, orange. Yeah. Uh, to promote his newest single. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I mean, it's 36 hours, less than 36 hours after it was taken, this picture. Uh, he uses it. He put the title over that, over the picture. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the comments were like, why are you trying to profit off natural disaster? Uh, did bro actually commercialize New York's climate? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably my favorite one. Yeah. And then uh, he used the unhealthy air quality photos from literally yesterday as an album cover <laughs> as he lost his mind. Yeah, well, I think uh, he that's a weird choice to make. I don't know. It's a weird choice to make. Creatives sometimes make connections that aren't necessarily supposed to be connected and <laughs> yeah. and this that is, was one of them. This is going to be great. They're going to love this. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so poetic. 
and Groundbreaking. then <laughs> they have some to say. That's it's that you know I feel Jenna Ortega's uh, comments from yesterday about being kind of like spun by the social media people, trolls yeah. and all that stuff. I I it's such a true thing. Even though this is pretty blatantly weird, yeah. Um, it, people go nuts on uh, the internet. Yeah, they like to demonize people. Yeah. Harry Styles could headline the 2024 Super Bowl. That would be wild. Rumors started swirling when an independent journalist tweeted under the handle MLF Football Tuesday, June 6th. There's been a lot of chatter that multiple-time Grammy Award winner and former One Direction star Harry Styles will be the 2024 Super Bowl halftime show performer. Interesting. I thought, who hasn't done the Super Bowl yet? Beyonce's done it a bunch of times. Rihanna's done it a bunch of times. I mean, a lot of people have. Well, well, one time, I should say. Um, I don't even know. Like, the big, iconic stars. I think most of them have done it. I think so, too. Uh, What about Fallout Boy? (laughs) Yeah, right. That would be uh, wild. I think people would eat it up. There would also be so many haters, too. Of course. I mean, there's lovers and haters for everything. Yeah, but I mean, Beyonce, even people who don't like Beyonce can be like, okay, but she deserves to be up there. I mean, she's incredibly talented. Yes, I knew people that were still complaining. I don't like it. That's fine if you don't like it, but she deserves to be up there. I mean, you know, there's a difference to be made. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. So songwriter John Bellion, what a last name, thought Joe Jonas was joking when he first proposed the song Waffle House. Oh. Uh, He told Billboard it all started with a 1 a.m. text, which is suspicious. You know, what is it? Why am I getting a text at 1 a.m.? From the eldest Jonas brother that said Waffle House. How do you feel about it? A song about us as brothers. We'd go to the Waffle House and get into fights, but it's where we'd figure stuff out. It was the only place we could go under age because we couldn't get into bars. What do you think of that for a song? So that's the text. Bellion yeah. says he responded with an LOL. <laughs> <laughs> this song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.